Welcome to the Infinite Weird Podcast. My name is Matthew Sherling. And there's so many things I could say. But I guess I will start off by saying that today is it's 8.39 p.m. And it is October 13th. And October 13th, 2020 will never happen again as far as I know. Just like any other day will never happen again. So, October 13th, 2020, just like any other given day that ever happens to anyone, is a unique phenomenon. And today was fairly standard for me. Um, but it's been good overall. I had a friend who reached out to me with questions about how to effectively schedule his day-to-day life. You know, what kind of structures should he put in place so that he can stay on point, that sort of thing. And it felt good that he would re- reach out to me, and our conversation was a beautiful conversation as usual with him um and you know it's pretty crazy that somebody close to me would reach out to about that sort of thing because as I told him I've always had a very restless active and chaotic mind and the reason that I found so much value and use in coming up with more clear and specific structures that organize my days and my months is because I have a chaotic mind. So the best way to navigate through the chaos or transmute the chaos uh, is for me to uh, be a little bit better about my time management and intentional intentionality goes a long way um i have a list of stories that i want to do for solo cast and i looked at that list today about unusual things that have happened in my past and guess what i will tell all those stories don't worry um but i also don't want to tell the story if i'm not in in the mood to tell the story i want to do whatever seems alive to me in the moment and today what seems alive to me is talking about a specific tarot card now i talked about a uh, a specific tarot card in the last episode i talked about the chariot card number seven in the major arcana and i told a story a very strange story uh one of the most unusual things that's happened to me really told that story 
Today, I'm not going to tell a story per se. Maybe a story or bits of stories will slip in, but for the most part, I just want to talk about the Fool card. And over time, I think I'll probably end up doing an episode on each card. Since I've done the Chariot card, I probably won't do that again. But today, I'm going to talk about the Fool card. The Fool card is number zero of the Major Arcana. And so... Some people put it first, that makes sense, before the one. Some people put it last, and for me, I I usually think about it first, but I also think about the Fool card as kind of the, the protagonist or the agent or actor that's actually going through the whole process of the major arcana as a step-by-step, um map of self-transformation and awakening so the fool is the protagonist the fool is the hero um in the most popular imagery of the fool card from the rider Waite smith deck the fool is pretty androgynous actually as a lot of the figures in the tarot are i think it's a masculine figure but definitely some feminine touches and this person has a bag strapped to their staff or their pole or their wand and has a a white rose it looks like in their left hand and a dog which looks literally the same size as my actual dog <laughs> And kind of the tail, the tail of the dog is very similar to my actual dog's tail. Um, But you have this figure who's on a cliff. The fool is on some sort of cliff with the sun behind them. And um, with a, a floral outfit on. And, you know, I feel like the bag implies traveling which totally makes sense traveling on the voyage that they're about to undergo through their life you know and and through and symbolically in the tarot cards through the through the step-by-step process as i mentioned and so you have this figure who is embarking on a journey the fool the holy fool the um the jokester the uh the trickster the hero and the hero's journey the um you know so i I feel like the fool represents this openness this uh poise in terms of being ready and prepared for the journey this this innocent confidence um uh, a joy but you know the dog seems to either the dog seems to either want to go on the journey which i would imagine is what's going on or is trying to warn this person to not go on the journey i think the dog wants to go on the journey and maybe the dog represents some sort of innocence or love that that we all have or that accompanies on our accompanies us on our journey um and you could even say maybe in the uh the eighth card 
in the in the Rider Waite Smith deck is strength, and the strength card has has a lion in it, and you know maybe you could say that the dog and the fool, the the dog that is depicted in the fool card, transforms into the lion by card number eight. So zero, kind of almost unconditioned. You know, not in duality yet, not in one, not in two, but zero, the infinite, infinite possibilities, openness, readiness, innocence, um, even purity, I guess you could say. But it's the fool, which obviously implies a lack of wisdom, per- perhaps, um, even though I guess from a, a Buddhist perspective, the beginner's mind, right? The beginner's mind is the state of mind that we can all cultivate to approach reality as a beginner, no matter how much of a quote-unquote expert we are at anything. You know, the more that we, we think of ourselves as experts, the more presumption we have and the more rigid we possibly can be sometimes. And we can kind of hold ourselves back from fresh experience by not having a beginner's mind and assuming certainty and assuming that we know about something. So I feel like the fool represents wisdom also, even though often stereotypically the fool implies lack of wisdom. I would say that the fool implies wisdom as well in the sense of the beginner's mind, you know, um, having that kind of fresh mind state that is receptive and is not tainted tainted or jaded. Um, I think that that is in this fool card and, you know, the cliff, I suppose implies that the fool is about to maybe jump off the cliff, which to me is symbolic. If that is the case, jumping off the cliff, you know, taking the leap, uh, accepting the call of the adventure, embracing and committing and pursuing the call. Absolutely, I think is in this card. <clears throat> um, acknowledging and, and embracing the call. And the call in our personal lives obviously can be something mac- micro or macro. It can be some big goal that we have in our lives, which is beautiful. Um, or it can be mac- micro in the sense of, you know, we have to take the call every day, no matter how awake, you know, no matter how like self-aware or present we were yesterday. If we're not self-aware and present today, then the self-awareness and presence of yesterday is kind of useless, really. I mean, I guess it's not completely useless because we can think back and say, oh, my God, I was self I, I, I was self aware and I was present. I I need to get back into that state. But in a lot of ways, no matter what state of mind or whatever we were in yesterday or any time in the past, if we're not in it right now, then it's it's not it's not active. It's not actually real in our lives. It's only real if we feel it right now, if we, if we're, you know, and same with the the future, you know, we, uh, we 
think, oh yeah, if I if I cl-, you know metaphorically, right? If I climb to this t- top of this mountain, I will feel peace. Then you know that's just one example. I'll feel I will feel peace when I get to the top of the mountain. But that whole future oriented perspective keeps delaying the peace. You know, arguably we would not we can't feel at peace at the top of the mountain unless we feel at peace at the bottom of the mountain before we even climb. If we assume that some future thing is going to bring some some desired outcome, then I think that can be really dangerous. And that's not to say that we shouldn't have intentions or goals or even things that we want to, uh, you know, things that we want, seeds that we want to plant in the future or, or magnets that we want to plant in the future that we can pull ourselves toward or something like that. But overall, I think it's best to think about the future right now or the future as present. Um Instead of saying, oh, I have to do this in order to do this, or I have to accomplish this before I will feel like this, whatever, that can be that can be very dangerous. However we want, whatever state of mind we want to be in, why not cultivate it right now? Why not feel it right now? It's available. So I think the full card represents all of those infinite possibilities and represents this clear and open state of mind that is a really good first step on the journey because it's not fixed, it's not rigid, it's not dogmatic, it doesn't assume too much, and it's willing to take the leap of faith and let both the unknown and the, and the known and the things that we can have power over and the things that we can that we don't have power over to you know kind of operate together in a sort of um play or dance and so that is card 0 in the major arcana of the tarot cards for the Rider Waite Smith deck and I will be referencing that deck when I talk about the tarot and if you are interested in the tarot or anything adjacent to that reach out to me let's talk about it matthew sherling at gmail.com thanks for listening peace